Welcome to Seed Time Living. This is where we help you transform your financial life using timeless biblical principles. I'm your host, Bob Lodick, and I'm so glad to have you here today. And a little bit of update in my world and what's going on. My wife, Linda, and I are doing a little house shopping lately. And we kind of came to the conclusion that our neighborhood is just not the most kid-friendly neighborhood. We have three little kids at this point. And when we bought this house, we all we had was a newborn at the time. And so we weren't really thinking about what it would be like to have little kids. And it's a great house and it's a nice piece of land and we really like it. And it would be great. Uh, it would be perfect, you know, 10 years down the road. But in this phase of life, there's just a few things that uh, we're seeing some of the benefits of being in a little bit more of a kid-friendly neighborhood. And so as a result, we're doing a little bit of house shopping and we are considering selling our house through an alternative means. And one of the things I'm looking at right now is uh, a site called Redfin, R-E-D-F-I-N. And they're not sponsoring this in any way, but I am curious if any of you have used them because I'm looking at them and I'm trying to uh, find some experiences from other people who have used them. So I'm just curious, if you've used them, reach out to me, let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that whole process and how that has gone for you. All right, now getting to the topic for today, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the keys to making money in the next decade. And these are things I've just learned over probably the last 10 years as I've shifted from an employee to an entrepreneur. And these will be applicable whether or not you are an employee or an entrepreneur or freelancer, like kind of wherever you fall, like you'll get value and benefit out of all this. Anyway, we're going to talk about these three keys and how they all work together. And these keys, when they work together, are going to help you create an income that's a little bit more than just a side job or something that you can just kind of get by with. This is how you can really build a career that you can grow, that can be a sustainable income source. And that's what we're going to be covering today. So with all that out of the way, let's get to it. All right, there are three keys to making money in the 21st century, and that's what we're gonna be talking about now. And the reason I'm making this video, I've actually made a couple other videos about at-home jobs, side hustles, and things along those lines. Jobs that you can get pretty easily, that you don't need really any skills, that um, that pay decent. And those things are good if you have a day job or a career that you're doing, and you're trying to do something on the side, or if you're just in a tight spot and you need some extra cash, but they're not generally good for building sustainable, long-term income or a career for yourself. And so that's what I want to talk about now. I want to talk about these three different keys that are really necessary ingredients if you actually want to be making money in the 21st century. Now, 50 years ago, even 20 years ago, you didn't need all of these. You could get by with one or two, but things are different now. And this is what it takes to earn an income that actually will sustain itself and that'll be around for years and years to come. All right, so first on this list is education. And even though I think we all know that a college degree is a whole lot less valuable than it was maybe 50 years ago, education is just as valuable, if not more valuable than it has ever been. Now, let me differentiate between the two. A college degree is just a form of education, but there are many other ways you can educate yourself, and that is just one of the options available to us. Now, if you're anything like me, you might not have enjoyed school, and you might have associated learning with something that's not fun, but the reality is that most of us like learning some things. It's just we like learning the things that we want to learn. So I loved learning how to throw a curveball and strike somebody out. I loved learning the song and guitar that I was struggling with for weeks, or I loved learning how to beat my buddies at a particular video game that we were playing at the time. And all of those things were things that I was learning 
learning or skills that I was developing and I was becoming better at them. And in the past, any one of those things might not have been very valuable, but in today's economy and in today's world, almost every skill, almost everything you learn has some sort of opportunity to earn income from it. And I think one of the most classic and hilarious examples that so many of us had growing up is we would play video games and our parents would tell us, no, you can't do that. That's making you dumb. You can never make any money doing that. And now we see gamers left and right making six figures playing video games. Go figure. But even in this funny example, I assure you that you're not going to find many of these gamers who haven't spent the time learning and really uh, excelling and and developing their skills at this game that they're playing. And it's going to be like that with everything else as well. Education, learning, developing your craft is one of the most important things that you can do. All right, next key, next part of the equation that's necessary is your passion and or your calling. And I put these two together because I think they are almost always connected. I don't think we see it very often where God calls someone to do something that they're not actually excited about or passionate about. And the truth is that he's gifted each one of us, whether we realize it or not, there are things that we're good at and there are things that we're terrible at. That's the way that it's supposed to be. But if you're in a position doing a job that you're not naturally gifted to do, it can be really, really demoralizing. And I did a separate video about that. You can check out if you want more on that. But the reality is also like you're very unlikely to get paid well if you're doing a job that you don't enjoy and doesn't kind of light your fire a little bit. You know, the people who tend to excel in their fields and areas of expertise are the ones who are passionate about what they're doing, the ones who feel like it's not work, the ones who go to work, but they feel like they're not actually working. And that's what we should be shooting for. So we've actually done a handful of videos along these lines to kind of help you identify what it is you might be called and gifted towards doing. So check those out if you need more on that. But if you already know what you're passionate about and what your calling is, run towards that. Don't run away thinking that you can't make money with it. You know, so whether it's organic gardening or whether it's knitting or whether it's analyzing numbers or getting to know people or shopping for clothes or really anything else you can name. The fact is that I can almost guarantee you there's probably someone making a nice living with that same passion. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy or that there's going to be a well-worn path directing you where to go and how to get there. But I think we've all seen people or we've been people who are in a job that we're not passionate about or something we're not called to do. And that's just not a good situation. And on the other hand, I think we have seen people who you just see them excel at what they do with such a joy and a vibrancy. And those are the ones who have that component. They have that key in place where they're doing what they're called to do and what they're passionate about doing. And the third key is to find where the demand is. And so let me take you back to 1853. There's a young 24-year-old who has seen all kinds of people heading out to California during the gold rush, trying to get their riches and trying to strike it rich by panning for gold. But instead of being like the 99% of miners who ended up coming back home completely broke because they didn't strike it rich, this entrepreneurial 24-year-old decided he was gonna look for where that demand is. And so what he realized was with all these miners out there and everybody working so hard, they were tearing their pants up and he had to create more durable trousers for all these miners to wear while they're mining for gold. And as you might know by now, this was Levi Strauss and this was how the blue jeans were invented and came about. And while he didn't strike it rich in the mines, he clearly started a business that took off and that worked well and that obviously is still around today. The thing is, is that the demand for your your skill, your passion is, is absolutely critical to success in the next decade. Because the reality is it doesn't matter how good you are at repairing DVD players right now. It doesn't matter how educated you are. It doesn't matter how passionate you are about it. The demand for a DVD player repair 
demand has all but dried up and in the foreseeable future, it's probably not going to increase. All right, now let me give you a real world example of these three keys in place. Now, my brother-in-law is a luthier. That means he builds guitars and he doesn't just build any guitars. He builds super high-end custom guitars that cost a whole lot of money. He is one of the best in the world at what he does and he's been doing it for close to 20 years. And he has had the first two keys taken care of for a long time. He became very educated and became really good at his craft. He sought out other master luthiers and learned from them and continued to refine and develop his craft. And he's been nothing but insanely passionate about building great guitars as long as I've ever known him. But over the last five to seven years or so, the high-end guitar market has kind of changed and the demand for these super expensive guitars has dropped considerably. And so even though his guitars sell for over $20,000 a piece, the profit margins aren't really big. And if you only sell a few of them, it can be really tough to make a living. And what was really fun for me a few years ago was when he discovered that there was a demand for something that he had kind of been overlooking that worked right in line with his giftings and his passions and his skill set. It dawned on him that he'd been getting emails over and over and over again from beginning guitar makers asking him for tips and asking him how he did this or how he did that. And so what he did to supplement his income from guitar building was to create an online course where he's teaching new luthiers, new guitar makers how to build a guitar and sharing his tips and tricks and strategies on how to do that. And the thing has exploded in popularity and become his primary source of income. And so if we look at the three keys, it still checks all of the boxes for him. So education and skill, check. Passion and calling, check. And demand, check. And when you get all three of those keys working at the same time, that is the most sure path to success in the next decade that I know of. So I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, I'd love it if you could let me know. And if you have any other questions or any other podcast ideas or anything that you'd like to hear Linda and I or just me chat about, anybody you'd like to hear interviewed, any of these things, let me know over Twitter at Seedtime, or you can email me, head over to Seedtime.com, hit up our contact form there, and um, I will read whatever you send over. That's all for today. Have a great day, and I will see you soon. Mm-hmm.